And welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, June 5th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Riley Wolfbauer and Johnny Martinez. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending June 2nd, 2023. In general economic news, non-payroll, non-farm payrolls increased 339,000 in May, while the unemployment rate rose to 3.7% and hourly wages grew 0.3% month over month. The rise in the unemployment rate was the biggest one-month increase since April 2020. There were also 440,000 more people out of a job in May, which was also the largest monthly increase since the onset of the pandemic. In automotive news, Honda could be on track to increase incentive spend and gain market share with its captive as supply rebuilds following multiple years of squeezed inventory and heightened competition. Honda had a supply of less than 30 days at the end of April, but as supply rebuilds, incentives may allow captives to regain some of the market share picked up by credit unions and banks who were able to offer competitive rates amid increases at the federal benchmark rate. In auto finance, Carvana canceled a $1 billion debt swap after a group of creditors refused to exchange their notes, posing a challenge as the used car retailer attempts to rein in its debt load. The online automobile seller failed to convince holders of of at least $500 million of notes to participate in the exchange offer before the deal expired. Carvana had attempted to swap several series of its notes, including a 5.5%. 625 percent bond due in 2025 for new senior notes secured second lien debt due 2028 that carry 9% cash payments or 12% payment in kind. Credit unions, meanwhile, are considering coming together to issue a, quote, club or collective securitization as the industry looks to bolster liquidity amid rising interest rates, elevated car prices, and declining deposits. Securitizing auto loans is a reliable source of funding for many auto lenders, including in the subprime space, but many credit unions don't originate enough new paper to allow access to capital markets, spurring discussions about coming together to pool loans and securitize them. In compliance and regulation news, One Main Holdings has been ordered by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau to pay 20 million in redress and penalties, saying the personal loan installment lender deceived customers into taking on additional products that and withheld interest from them. One Main's personal installment loans can be utilized for vehicle financing, according to the company. Last week, we reported that auto delinquencies and recoveries improved in April on securitized loan pools. Riley, what's going on there? Yeah, so as expected, with delinquencies during this time, tax refunds propped up credit performance across prime and non-prime securitized loan pools, um, while increased used vehicle values contributed to improved recovery rates. Uh, 60-day delinquencies on prime loans decreased five basis points month over month, but we're still up six basis points year over year at 0.34%. Um, Prime annualized net losses also fell six basis points month over month to 0.3%. Non-prime loans 60 plus days past due came in at 4.41%, down 72 basis points, 
while losses across non-prime loans fell 146 basis points month over month to 5.49 percent. Um, so overall, loan performance has improved over the last couple months from where it was at year-end delinquencies and losses rose at the end of the year as people were typically paying for holiday gifts. And then once tax refunds kicked in, consumers were able to catch up on their payments a little bit. Um, meanwhile, used vehicle prices rose in March, contributing to an increase of 4.7 percentage points month over month in prime recovery rates to 57.9% and non-prime recovery rates rose 7.9% uh, month over month to 54.5%. Um, so with uh, credit performance, now that the tax refunds are sizzling out and consumers don't have that to lean on, it'll be interesting to see in the months ahead and the quarters ahead as to how delinquencies trend and if we, how far or where we get to compared to pre-pandemic levels. Right. And well, we've been watching this for years now, waiting for these to get back to pre-pandemic levels. Um, I think the expectation is that uh, definitely by year end, we we get there across prime and subprime. Um, but we will see. Um, we'll see how uh, recession, potential recession shakes out. Shifting gears to power sports, Octane Lending closed its second $400 million asset-backed securitization deal of the year. The $400 million deal was upsized from an initial $300 million, and Roadrunner Financial went to the ABS market to increase its liquidity to continue originating new loans, as lenders usually do. Johnny, you also covered Canadian Power Sports manufacturers BRP's earnings last week. How did they perform in the first quarter or first fiscal quarter? Yeah, so the company's first fiscal quarter for 2024, uh, their earnings came out last week. Uh, there's a lot of, of good with a little bit of stuff for us to watch going forward. So the company's total revenue in Q1 was $2.4 billion, up 34%, with revenue for year-round products such as side-to-sides and three-wheelers uh, coming in at $1.3 billion, up 43%, and revenue for seasonal products such as personal watercraft at $691.9 million of 69%. So the revenues were up, their retail sales were up 3% across the board and 8% excluding snowmobiles. So a lot of good there. But there is a little bit of concern with the dealer network inventory up 216%, their company inventory up 25% year over both of those year over year, uh which has led to the company also increasing their product related provisions which is where they put a lot of their promotional activity which is up almost 81% year over year. So there's a lot of hey things are going well but we're trying to get stuff moving again to make sure that that momentum is maintained and so we'll see how much those inventories and promotional spend maintain as we move into the second quarter of their 2024. All right, thanks Johnny. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.